Searching for the most haunted places in Indiana, you'll notice that most lists include the Whispers Estate, located in the city of Mitchell. With a long and tragic history, it has garnered a reputation for being one of America's most ghost-filled houses. In today's video, we'll be exploring the history and hauntings of the Whispers Estate. Hit those lights, sit back, and enjoy. The earliest discovered records showing the existence of the Whispers Estate are dated back to 1894, so it's believed that this was when the home was built. The building consists of four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, a stone basement, and an unfinished space on the third floor. It sits on a quarter acre, and the building totals 3,700 square feet. As of 2020, it featured most of the original wooden floors from when it was built, and many of the rooms contain antique furnishings. Between 1899 and 1901, Dr. John and Jesse Gibbons purchased the home from the original owners, the Whites. The Gibbons adopted, abandoned, and orphaned children, reportedly because they were unable to have their own biological offspring, so the estate became their family home. The first tragedy hit when 10-year-old girl Rachel started a fire in the front parlor. She apparently wanted to peek at her Christmas presents and snuck out of bed on Christmas morning of 1912. However, she got too close to an open flame, knocked it over, and set her nightgown alight. She was badly burned in the flames and succumbed to her wounds, just two days after the incident, passing away at home in her bedroom. Later, the couple's 10-month-old infant, Elizabeth, met her demise in the master bedroom. Her cause of death is unclear, but cot death is presumed. Sometime after this, on May 31st, 1934, Jesse died in the master bedroom following a bout of pneumonia. Adding to the death that plagued the home, John was a popular physician in town and had his office on the ground floor of the house. It has been stated that many of his patients, some of whom were children, passed away in his practice, which he operated out of for around 27 years before he was forced into retirement. Three years after Jesse's death, there was an insanity inquest initiated against John. It claimed that he was a danger, not only to himself, but to others. However, just four days later, John was cleared of the allegations, and he was deemed to not be insane. As a result of all the horror, the manor quickly became inhabited by the undead. There are reports that Rachel can still be seen running around the house, throwing jacks and rolling balls down the hall. Visitors have recalled the faint scent of baby powder and the sound of an infant crying, as if Elizabeth is still in her crib. Guests who stay in the master bedroom have stated that they've awoken to labored breathing and coughing, while others have mentioned feeling like somebody is sitting on their chest. There have also been instances of items being thrown in the room. Other paranormal activity in the home includes the closet doorknob in the master bedroom jiggling frequently and stopping abruptly, and the closet door banging open of its own accord. Footsteps, some of which sound light and small, and all of which are disembodied, can be heard throughout various parts of the house. The tragedy, however, didn't end with the Gibbons. Over the decades, the manor has spent time as a private residence, and was at one point split up into apartments. There were other deaths in the home during this time. A gentleman in the 1950s or 60s reportedly died in the upstairs bathroom, while a young boy passed away after falling down the stairs. 
It's believed that the light footsteps heard are the boys and Rachel's. Reportedly, there are also heavier, more adult-like footsteps that can be heard too. This sound is often associated with violence, including growling, pushing, scratching, and even biting. Guests are warned to be vigilant when they hear these kinds of strides. In 2014, the owner at the time, Van Rayner, told Wave 3 News, When you hear footsteps, you pray that they're a child's footsteps. They're the little pitter-patter of feet, maybe about 70 to 80 pounds. However, I'm getting tingling, just thinking about this. However, there's another set of footsteps that happens in the house. It's more like loud stomping. It is very heavy and menacing. The house became vacant for a few years, but was purchased by a new owner sometime between 2000 and 2004. During renovation work, strange occurrences began to take place, with paranormal activity increasing. The owner would hear knocking sounds, footsteps, and whispers. The manor earned the name Whispers Estate, after visitors reported hearing eerie phantom voices whispering in their ears. Since then, many more stories have come out about the house. There are allegedly four graves in the backyard, as well as what psychics call a pit grave, which they claim contains limbs and organs, as well as other horrific human material. Furthermore, there is said to be a portal or vortex which runs through the house from the front parlour to the third floor attic, and extends several houses away past the local church. The attic has been labelled the heart of the house, and psychics have stated it reeks of death and rebirth. Those who have tried sleeping in the attic report enduring horrible nightmares and the sound of somebody attempting to break into the room by scratching and jiggling the door handle. Michael Harkness of Orange County Paranormal recalls his visit to the attic, stating, We was going up to the third floor, there were about eight or nine of us, and this was about three o'clock in the morning. I could tell something was going to go on, and it was a growl, and we got pushed. There was a presence in there, and we left. We had come out here, and the lady had. We had a dead battery, and one of the lady's tires was flat, but the house investigators, they got the hell out with us, and that one guy said he's never coming back. Doors were slamming upstairs, and it sounded like people marching. Another infamous entity known to haunt the estate has been dubbed Big Black. This shadowy, mysterious figure is described by psychics as being not of this world. The figure is often encountered in the rooms that were once John's office, but is known to wander around the remainder of the house, unafraid of being spotted. While it's not known to be violent, it is nonetheless terrifying. In one instance of a shadowy figure appearing, although it's unclear if this is Big Black or somebody else, staff member James Evans recalled, We were waiting for the group that was currently in here to leave. As we looked in, we could just see this ominous shadow, very large, waiting inside the dining room. When we got to the parlour, we heard what sounded like footsteps coming from the basement, one by one, very methodical. All the lights were on, nothing obstructing our view. However, slowly, it started to get darker and darker, almost as there's a shadow moving towards us. And as it got closer to us, all the sound dropped out of the room. The energy of the room turned electrifying. Slowly, this thing rushed towards us. We heard just this giant gust of wind rushing at us. At that point, we ran out. Across the years since the house was built, paranormal investigators have shown a keen interest in the manor. 
EVP sessions have revealed that numerous entities are hanging around the home at any given time, and some have reported hearing John Gibbons whispering in their ears, while sometimes grabbing or groping them, especially women, which makes sense given the sordid rumours surrounding his conduct as a doctor. Ghost hunters often do rounds throughout the house at various times of the night, and have reported, sometimes upon leaving the servants' quarters, just after the last person exits in the room, the heavy door slams forcefully closed behind them. Chris Bedders, an investigator with Heartland Hauntings, remembered hearing footsteps that he described as ominous and unnatural, and disembodied voices that made it difficult to pinpoint where they were coming from. Another investigator with Heartland Hauntings claimed to have seen a girl resembling Rachel on a dining room chair. She had long dark hair and a white dress, and sat on the chair as if she was waiting on somebody. When he looked back, however, the girl was gone. Other strange unexplained phenomena that have taken place inside the manor include various drifting scents throughout the home, such as cologne, cigar or tobacco smoke, rancid foods including meat and cabbage, and dirty medical bandages. Guests of the estate have also reported that their cameras have been moved by an unseen presence, forcing the lens away from the intended target and paranormal tremors can allegedly be felt in one of the house's bathrooms. It has also been said that some beds shake violently whilst being slept in. In one particular report, a group of women who wanted to cheer Rachel up left a doll for her in her former bedroom. However, their gift was not well received. Months later, it was found at the bottom of the stairs, smelling like smoke with some light burn damage to it. The second floor is said to be particularly difficult to tough out, even for the most seasoned paranormal investigator. A staff member recalled experiencing slithering things and scratches and growls. Another, James Evans, also told the story of a woman who wanted to enter a closet alone. She decided she wanted to go in there all by herself. She did not want anybody in there. She did not want a flashlight. She didn't want nothing. Took us five minutes and she came crying, busting on the door, wanting out. Something had grabbed her from the top of her spine, and she said it felt like three fingers, sharp fingers, cold but hot, moving from the base of her spine down to her lower back. Stacy Van Patten, another staff member, described one incident where she was walking down the stairs and experienced a terrifying bout of paranormal activity. I was coming down these steps and my niece was in front of us. And as we were traveling, we were being very careful because they're very steep. We were hanging on, and literally the next thing I know, somehow, some way, I literally flew, fell, don't know. My face ended up in the hallway where my face almost literally hit the door, and I didn't even touch my niece. Michael Harkness has had his own share of unnerving experiences in the manor. On our first trip, we was up in Rachel's bedroom and me and two of the other investigators was walking down the hallway, and we see a silhouette of a little girl in white coming down at us, and that pretty much made us think, hey, there's something here. But I guess the best thing is that we set up a camera right outside Jessie's door, and we shot the footage outside that door, and you can hear the doorknob turn and see the door. Over the years, the manor has been subject to numerous blog posts, online videos, and even a documentary. It is one of Indiana's most enthralling attractions, and many believe this home to be a prime example of a real-life haunted mansion. 
Even today, spirits supposedly still roam the hallways, either looking for company or looking to cause trouble. In 2020, the Travel Channel listed the manor as number four on their list of the most terrifying places in America. This same year, it went up for sale. It had previously been operating as a bed and breakfast. The selling agent noted that the property was gorgeous and in really good shape for as old as it is. And while it came filled with original antique furniture, the big catch was that it also came with a truckload of spirits attached to it. The property was put up for sale with a price tag of $130,000 and was bought by Richard Ballard, a psychologist with an interest in parapsychology. And in 2022, a new website was created for the manor. If you're brave enough, you can stay overnight at the mansion, but do so at your peril. And if you ever do, please let us know of your experience there. If we ever visit Indiana, we will be sure to stay here. So that's it for this video. We hope you're enjoying the Creepy Marathon month. We'll see you right back here tomorrow for another creepy video.